What's up, guys? Welcome back to 90 Day Fiance, Crazy in Love, the podcast. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She's looking super cute today, and she's my moonlight, and I'm super glad she's in my life, and I like her hair today. It's the one <laughs> and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I could keep going. Screw Steven with a V. My list for you is long. It's beautiful, but you're also lying because my hair looks like a nest. Your hair looks like something a bird would seek yeah, comfort in. Yeah, needs to be washed. Needs to be washed, I'll be like honest. A, looks like a home for a rodent. Wait, wait, you just crossed <laughs> the line over here. No, it looks, you look, you do look super cute today. And oh, you, you are, you're my moonlight and my sunshine. I'm okay. all, always. Okay. All the time. Uh, you make me laugh when skies are gray. Mm. The list goes on. Stephen, take notes. Okay. Don't Love stop. It. Don't stop where you stopped. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah. What's up, guys? I don't even know what day it is. I don't know what we're doing. It's a weird, it's a Monday that feels like a Tuesday, but it's a Tuesday that feels like a Monday. Well, let's be honest, it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday, but we're doing what we normally do on Monday. Very true. Recapping the Sunday show. I don't know. I can't keep track anymore. Well, this is just because of Labor Day and we were traveling. So we had to kind of like push everything a day ahead. Yeah. But we released the bonus episode about Mm. Darcy and Stacey, which... I hope you guys enjoyed. Yeah, if you listened, hope you liked it. A little inside the episode, a little behind the scenes yeah. of Darcy and Stacy. And for those who don't watch Darcy and Stacy, who did not listen to our bonus because they don't understand what's going on, yeah. I hope you guys are okay with us releasing a day later. Yeah. And I hope you had a great Labor Day. Most importantly, yeah, hope you had a great Labor Day. We did a little getaway. That's why we were late to yeah. the game, to the podcast this week but it's okay we are here now we are here now and we are here to talk about the other way mm-hmm. but before we do a few housekeeping items gotta ask if you're not following us on social media please do at 90 day crazy and love really good time over there you guys message us we go live on sunday nights when we can when we can <laughs> and we're throwing up memes other information that's where we let you guys know about the Darcy and Stacey bonus podcast. So make sure you're following us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy and Love. Yes, guys, do it. Message us. Talk to us. We love Therese it. Therese needs friends. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> I, could, I could always use a friend. Therese needs friends. Okay. <laughs> also, make sure you guys are following the podcast. You're following us on Instagram. Now follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher. Super easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys, smash it like it's not Steven's hair hot. (laughs) (laughs) I was looking forward to that for a week, and that was sort of a letdown. Why? The whole, like the negative, you're turning, you're trying to turn a not hot thing into a hot thing. It makes it less hot. Like you're, now we're saying smash it like it's hot, Mm -hmm. but you're saying smash it like it's not. Almost. You're saying smash it like it's not. Okay, let me rephrase it. Yeah. Smash it like it's Steven two years ago, hot. Oh my gosh. That's even more sickening, <laughs> I think. I would have gone with well, the I other I can't believe you don't like my hot knot. Nah, I usually do. Ugh. I think now you're overthinking it. Now, now <laughs> you're just like, you just ruined my joke. You just ruined my punchline. No, I, I'm just Ugh. trying. Don't give up. Ugh. Don't give up so easily. <laughs> don't, you have so many catchphrases. I can critique you on this one. And I think you... Will still shine. I mean, what can I do? 
You're doing your best. I am. You're doing, you, you know, you took a, took a day off. going to say maybe you got a little rusty. Mm-hmm. It's, this is no smash it like it's sriracha chicken hot. But I think. Well, that was, that was a I little I can't wait special. for the next one. I can't wait for the next one. Well, yeah, you can okay. redeem yourself at the end of the podcast, too. Oof. I don't know if you guys ever make it to the end of this podcast, <laughs> but at the end, Teresa comes back with a smash it yeah. like it's hot. I usually just reuse what I use at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, but now but you have a chance to redeem yourself. You could do it. Ugh. We'll see. No pressure. We'll see you what just happens. just put a lot of pressure on me. No pressure. Let's see what happens. Okay. Okay. Last thing, if you haven't left a review, it would be amazing. If you could, we would really appreciate that. That would be so awesome. Because then we could read it on the podcast. Like I'm going to read this one from Rosie F17. I want to say it's spelled a little challenging for me to pronounce, but Rosie F17, five stars. Love it already. Titled True Fans. Guilty. Guilty. (laughs) True fan over here. I'm a true fan. Are you a true fan? I'm a... The biggest fan. Oh, okay. The biggest fan. Okay, all right. Rosie writes, so enjoyable to listen to this couple who are true fans, not forced, just fun, really, really fun to listen to them. Wow, that's a really, really fun review. Yeah, thank you, Rosie. Thank you. Fun one to read. True fans, absolutely, like you guys are. True fans. I think we're all true fans. The true and the biggest. Only a true fan would put themselves through what we put ourselves through. It's very I'm true. using the collective we. You guys mm-hmm. are watching this, then you're listening to this, and we're really in it. We're, we're in it deep. in it together. We're in it deep. Mm-hmm. I don't see how we would ever get out of this at this point. <laughs> we're addicted. <laughs> we're addicted. Very addicted. I wonder if there is like a reality TV or even a 90 Day Fiance Anonymous. Like a support group? Yeah. This is probably the support group. <laughs> I actually. think this is the support group. This is probably group. the support group. <laughs> but it's it's fun. It's all fun, guys. It's all, it's good. all fun. And Corey and it's all good. But thank you so, so much for the review, Rosie. Yes, thank you. And if you guys haven't left a review, be like Rosie. Leave a review. Exactly. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. All right. Before we get into the episode, how about a little 90 day by the way? Classic. Okay. Number one. Mm-hmm. Big Ed and Liz are engaged? What? Are they? No. Are they engaged? Get out of here. Get out of here. I know. I honestly don't even check on Big Ed anymore because I don't either. I have no desire. I don't either. But this was all over the internet. So it was hard not to see. And again, some people don't want to talk about Big Ed. This is a big story. If it's true, we're going to talk about it. And the speculation all stems from a Reddit post. That was made a couple days ago. Hmm. A fan posted a photo she took with Big Ed and Liz. They were in Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. Okay, They were apparently out at this restaurant. This fan saw them together, went up and talked to them. And apparently, I don't know if they said they were newly engaged, but Liz is wearing quite a big diamond ring. Hmm, interesting. Big Ed, big diamond. So you, you can't see. The ring in the photo. Okay. It's not that big. You can see. She's kind of <laughs> hiding her hands. But what you do see is Ed and Liz with this fan. And the most telling thing, I think, is Ed's haircut. Because if you remember, mm-hmm. on the single life when they Ugh. were together, Ugh. he had that mayo hair. Oh, I he can't I can't even think about it. It makes me <sighs> like, ew. Uh, he had it, I just, when I saw the long hair, all mm. I could picture is like him putting the mayo in it. Imagine Stephen putting mayo in that hair. 
You just ruined this for me. Okay, sorry. You just but, ruined this. But <laughs> Ed had the hair. He cut the hair, right? Mm-hmm. Cut the hair. He's got normal hair now. In this photo, he's got that short gray hair. Okay. Which oh, means yeah, yeah, this yeah. is post the single life. This is post the tell-all. So it's seemingly pretty recent, right? Mm-hmm. So even if they're not engaged, they're still somewhat together. Ugh. Oh, Liz. I know, which is troubling because we all heard the voicemail. Mm-hmm. We all heard the verbal abuse. You shouldn't stick in a relationship like that. You should Definitely get out. Definitely not. Right? You don't need to be in that if you are in that. I don't think that was for publicity. It didn't sound fake. It sounded real. Yeah. Very disturbing. I just feel like some people are attracted. And we, we always talk about this, but some people are attracted to this never-ending drama. Yeah. Like... I, I don't want to say attracted to abuse, that's that's wrong. But even like would we hurt, I'm sure that some people might still be like, but but I love him, but I, I, I want right. to keep this going. Like this is like entertaining. It's like well, it's not entertaining. It's adrenaline. Some people twist it and think, oh, he must really love me. He must really care about me if he's that upset that I'm going mm. out with someone, right? And they go, oh. I want to be with this person because they love me so much. Mm. That's not the case, right? Someone who loved you that much probably wouldn't treat you that way. Yeah. But people do stay in terrible relationships all the time. Unfortunately. Guys, get out if you're in that situation. And that's why we watch Dateline. You get out before Before you end up on Dateline. Dateline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's all fun and games when you're on the single life. Not when you're on Dateline. As long as you're on TLC or D+, you're good. Eh, Not true. Discovery+. Plus. Don't, a web of lies. You don't want to end up there necessarily. Oof. Guys, we we wish too much TV. Too much TV. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, by the way, number one. Maybe they're engaged. If not, they were definitely hanging out together recently. Interesting. So. That's a good one. I had no idea. It's not a good one. I mean, it's a good by the way. It's not a good story. Well, good by the way. It's not a good story. Liz, she can, I think she can do better. Well, she's also a grown up person who Let can her make, her, make own decisions. her own decisions. Exactly. You mean we shouldn't make her decisions for her on this podcast? We sure should, but I don't think she's going to listen. Well, you never know. (laughs) You never know. Okay. By the way, number two. If you didn't know, Bearsall is back. Woohoo! Bearsall is coming back for season two, September 12th on Discovery+. Plus. That's next week. Oh, my gosh. What did you think about season one? I liked it, but it was almost um, kind of like a filler. Like, oh. That's how I feel about Bearsall. Like, it started yeah. out, I had some promise. Oh, we're going to learn some things. Oh, we're going to get yeah. nasty. And then it just became getting nasty for nasty's sake. Like some some episodes were good. Like I enjoyed the one with Courtney. Courtney. I was like dying laughing. Like that was just amazing. Well, she's coming back. That's amazing too. Back. But yeah, like some, some were like, oh, like why are you here? Like, I don't need to see Asuelu play dress up. I literally was going to say that. I don't are need you to serious? see that. I was literally going to say this. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't need to see that either. But maybe some people might come and reveal something we don't know. And Yeah, here's what I do need to see. Here's what I do need to okay. see and what we're going to see. Courtney's back. Okay. Love that. Love that for her. Love that for us. Darcy and Stacey are making an advance. Love that for everyone. Pow's going to wrestle. Don't love her, but... Let's watch. Well, I want to know what's going on with her and Ross okay. because they still kind of like support each other on social media. Yeah. He it's was weird. at one of her yeah. wrestling matches. Yeah. And the caption said, oh, like no matter what we go through, he's always there for me. So it's like, yeah. So are you together or what's going on? Yeah, let's see. 
uh, whole the whole Libby and the Loudmouth family shows up. Ooh, including my boy Chuck. Didn't see Chuck, but mm. saw Charlie and his wife. What's her name? Um, I want to say Jen. It's not Jen. That's his sister. Jen. It's not. Is is it Nancy? <laughs> <laughs> That's Darcy's mom's name. Uh, Chuck and uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie and, and Megan. Megan. Yes. I actually got that without even looking it up. Okay. They're all there. Stepanka sings. Stepanka's going to sing. What? Going to do us a little ditty. Interesting. Yeah. I thought she's going to show us boobs. Yeah, that's what she does She does best. that. That's her day to day. Come on. And last but not least, Michael of Michael. Couldn't, oh. wait, couldn't wait to do that again. He's going to do a lie detector test a oh, la Jovi. Okay. Right. Um, was that really your first time masturbating? <laughs> I think that's what we're going to find out. So well, I'm looking forward you, to it. You think that was a real lie detector test? Oh, yeah, that's the lie detector to the stars, that guy. That's so, that was so stupid. They didn't even, he didn't even start with some basic questions like, uh, is your name Jovi? Like, you yeah, know you gotta, how they know. You got to get a baseline. Yeah, you got to well, get a baseline. But, uh, lie detectors are not like, admissible in court, so they're all BS. Yeah. Well, yes. They're all BS. They don't prove anything. They just prove if someone's lying. That no, they maybe don't. they can dip, dig no, deeper. No, they don't. They do not prove anything. Well, if you're nervous, that's... They prove, yeah, they prove, do you have an elevated heart rate? Are you nervous? Are you stressed? Yeah. But they don't... I, I feel I'm like, nervous all the time. I feel like I would fail because yeah. I... If I'm... If I would just be nervous from this whole thing. If I am taking a lie detector test, there's probably a reason to be nervous. So I don't see how it's a good form of judgment. That's true. That's a good but point. But that's why it's not admissible in court. It's all BS. Yeah. But I'm here for the Michael masturbating lie detector test. For sure. September 12th, Discovery Plus. Woohoo. Okay. But let's talk about I was just going to say, is there anything else or no, can we no. dive gonna, deep into... We're going to go so deep, Theresa. Into this We're going to go so deep. We're going to talk about Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way. The other way. I almost said happily ever after question mark. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people are glad we're not saying happily ever after question mark. I know. Mark. A lot of I, people didn't like it. I'm still kind of team happily ever after. I did enjoy it. But listen, I'm I'm liking this new season because we got some fresh blood. Fresh faces. Fresh blood. Okay. It's not a lot. <laughs> it's not a lot. It's not a lot of blood. Four. But it's some. Four blood. Why are you laughing? That's it's what people say. Fresh blood. Blood. Yeah. Okay. Fresh meat, said. fresh faces. There's other ways to say it that's not so creepy. Fresh blood. Okay. Right? Sure. <laughs> I've already corrected you enough, I feel like. I feel like it sounds pretty good. Let's go with it then. Let's go with the fresh blood. Let's talk about some old blood first though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some very old. And some high pressure. It's curdling. That blood is curdling. Bl- it is high blood pressure for she's sure. Got, she's definitely on, mm-hmm. on high blood pressure medication. Maybe a diabetes. <laughs> just everything i'm just describing my grandma I'm everything sorry. that comes like literally describing age. my grandma but yeah. hey we're not gonna talk about my grandma in Trishka. no we're, we're gonna not. talk about the other grandma that jenny. lives in india jenny and summit exactly yeah and we're picking up where we left off with these two jenny i mean her blood pressure is up it is elevated she is fired up because as we learned her visa was not extended Yes. Well, as if you remember from the previous episode, she got this email she didn't fully understand, but it sounded like it wasn't extended. Well, it came from Mike Jones at (laughs) gmail.com. So. Wait, did it? No. 
But it was very reminiscent of the emails Nicole would oh get. Oh, my gosh. From Asin at Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> Moroccan government at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I can totally see that. But Jenny got this email. It said her visa wasn't renewed. So now she's pissed. She's holed up in the bedroom just shouting things. She's shouting things she doesn't really mean. Like, I'm never listening to you again, Samit. I'm out of here. I'm booking my flight and leaving. Just complete lies. A lot of stuff she's never going to follow through with. And then she lets Summit inside a bedroom. Because he's a very sweet talker. He is. Did you hear him say, he's like, "Uh, I just want you, I want to force you to calm down. (laughs) Such a smooth talker, that Summit. It's almost like, I want to force you, but... I'm being sweet about it. I just want to force you to calm down right now. I'm going to be saying that if I need you to do something, I'm just going to say, I just, I'm just going to, I just want to force you to go to the store to get something <laughs> for dinner. I'd like to, I'd like to force you to do the dishes right now. And, uh, yeah. and it works. It works for Jenny. She became very docile. She quieted right down. I just want to force you to vacuum the apartment. Just, I'm just going to force you. I'm just going to force you to cook dinner. Right now, if you mm-hmm, could. Mm-hmm, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It worked. <laughs> Unbelievably. She, she just, did calm down. She calms She's like, down. okay. She just sits there. Okay. Doesn't say a peep. Submit wants Jenny to accept the reality of the situation, which is the pandemic is not something he or his family created. True. But everything else that's put you in this situation is. True. But I feel bad for him. He did promise her that he's going to marry her. But then I would probably feel somehow same as he does about if your mom threatens you that she's going to kill you herself, <sighs> then I don't think you would want to do it. So I kind of see his point. Nah, here's, here's a realization I had recently. I don't know why it took me so long to have this realization. Maybe a lot of you have already had it. Submit met Jenny under false pretenses. He was catfishing. Mm -hmm. He was Mike Jones. And he was (laughs) trolling the internet seemingly for women, right? Yeah. He met Jenny as Mike Jones. Yes. Clearly that means he wasn't out there looking for love. He wasn't looking for a woman to get settled down with and marry. I have to disagree. Mm -hmm. I think many catfish people, as we see on the show, catfish, uh, many catfishers are just, their self-esteem is very low. They don't feel like approaching anyone with the way they look, with the way they are. So they build these fake personas. Doesn't mean, they don't, I don't think they even think about it. Okay, um, I'm going to get this boyfriend or girlfriend and I'll take it from there. I think they are looking for love. I don't think so. Of course they are. How would you ever think that that would end up in a relationship that would last? If you've gone into this as somebody else. It wouldn't. But if you have a low self-esteem, maybe someone said something to you that you are afraid to approach a person with the way you are, with the way you feel about yourself. You just try to hide behind someone else. I get that. I completely understand that. And I think the reason people catfish is to get validation and to have someone to talk to and feel loved. I'm saying I don't think most people who are catfishing really expect Mm. the person that they're catfishing to then go, 
oh, I don't care that you're someone completely different. Let's get married. I think they go into it knowing this is probably not going to end up happily ever after. So my point is, I don't think Samit ever wanted this marriage or this relationship with Jenny. He was catfishing her. He was scamming her. He was trying to get whatever he could from her. That was the whole reason of a Mike Jones profile is to scam people. And now she just won't leave. She won't die. And he's kind of <laughs> stuck with her. I honestly disagree because this is 10 years ago, right? She came to visit him. She was okay with the way he looks. I think he is attracted to an older woman who's West, a Westerner. She's white. I think he likes all of this. No. He's after so he met weak. her, no. after he met her, I think he somehow fell in love. But this is 10 years ago. She he- got older. No, he didn't. He's so weak, and that's why he can't break up with her. It's been 10 years, and he still can't break up with her. Just like he's so weak, he can't tell his parents, oh, I'm going to marry her. The lawyer last season said, you can marry her. There's nothing your parents can actually do to stop you. So he's weak, whether he's weak towards his parents or he's weak towards Jenny and scared to break up with her. He's weak, and we realize he's weak because then we find out his ex-father-in-law has his passport. How does that happen? Didn't wait, 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 what? Yes. Didn't he say he lost? He said his he lost passport? it, and then Jenny tells us this episode. Well, Smith can't go anywhere with me because his ex father in law has his passport. Just get a new one, Jesus Christ! Yeah. First of all, why does he have your passport? How does that make sense? Oh, we're going on a family cruise, like all eight of us. Maybe to keep him in the country, but he can just literally reapply and say, hey, I lost my passport. But also that means he had to hand it over to his ex-father-in-law. I don't think, I don't think his ex-father-in-law has it. I think he's lying. I think he has his passport. he, He lies a lot. Right. But I feel like he had so many opportunities to end this with Jenny. Except he's weak. I don't think he can. Whether he feels bad or he still enjoys living off her social security or whatever it is, hmm. he doesn't want to end it or can't end it. But I don't think he wants to marry her. I don't think he wants to marry her because he, I'm going to use your word, he's weak. Mm-hmm. He's afraid that his parents are going to kill themselves. Uh, okay. I don't know. But he honestly, why wouldn't he let her go? So many opportunities. She storms out at the end of every season. Yeah. Like, but she doesn't leave. She keeps coming back. Well, but he pays for a plane tickets. No, he hasn't. He said he would this really? time, but he did. He, come Ooh. on, more lies. It's more lies. I just, I honestly, yes, he's definitely weak. He definitely lies to her a lot. Even he ad- admitted it. Yes. But. Their whole relationship is lies. True. But for some reason, it would be so easy to ditch someone like Jenny, someone who's from a different... <laughs> Just no, get no, no. a brisk walk going and you'll never see her again. No, no, no. Like someone from a different country, someone who gets mad at you no. all the time, wants to pack her stuff all the time. Just help her pack and put her on the plane. I guess, but she doesn't want to go. That's the point. Listen, I've heard your side of the argument. I hear you loud and clear. We disagree. Well, not on everything. I do agree about him being weak. I agree about him lying, catfishing. You just think he does truly want to be with her. I do think because it's been so, it's been so many years, so long in making that he had so many ways out. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. Well, let's, let's keep talking about this because I guess there is another way out for him because Jenny's visa is not re-approved. So, 
her only option is to leave India, refresh her visa, and then come back. And yeah, we hear Simit say he'll pay for the flights. Mm -hmm. I don't buy that. We know, right? He lies all the time. But Jenny is not hearing it, says, I'm just going to go back to America. Mm -hmm. Did you hear Summit? Summit goes like, so I admit I promised her a lot of things I didn't do. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But okay, here Jenny does say, I'll go back to America. That's it. But I guess. She's packing. Right. And I guess Summit could have let her continue packing. But that's not what happens. He could have helped her pack. Right. (laughs) Drop her over the airport and say goodbye. Like literally. Yeah. And she would, I I strongly believe if she left now, she's not coming back. I agree with that. I agree with that. She does ask when they're packing, did you ever intend to marry me? And he just sits there in silence. He doesn't even answer. Yeah. So that's a little telling. He can't even muster up the courage, the strength to be like, yes or no. He just sits there in silence, doesn't give an answer. Maybe he's just enjoying a few more years that she has (sighs) left. Yeah. Okay. Listen, no, I'm kidding. We we make her sound so old. She's not that old, but she's getting old. And in 10 years, Summit's going to be... stress, the stress this Summit guy is putting on her. Come on. But in 10 years, she's going to be in her her 70s. Her good years are behind her. Oh, for sure. Right. Her good years are long I'm just like also curious about Summit. Like he's going to be in his early 40s. She's going to be in her 70s. How does that going to work? And I guess to take your side, I'm sure when she passes, he's not going to collect any benefits from her if he's in India. I guess. I don't know. But so it's confusing to me. I don't know. I'm not totally bought in on them as a real couple. Mm. But let's see. Let's let's keep watching this shit show. So it, it is a new day. It's been a few days now since Jenny's extension was denied. Now Jenny and Smith are out and about cruising around town. And what we find out is Jenny's denial was just a glitch, just a clerical error. So she got the extension. Oh, yes, she did. So she's done with the unknown, though. Even though she's got this reapproval. Mm hmm. She says she's done not knowing. She's she's done living in limbo, right? She wants to have certainty in her life. Mm-hmm. So they're going to go see an immigration lawyer to learn, is there a more permanent solution that will allow Jenny to stay in India? So they get there. Samit explains, we wanted to get married. We wanted to marry so we could stay in India. But my parents, they're not ready for it. So is there another way Jenny can stay? Yeah, the lawyer asked if she would give up her American citizenship, which I didn't understand, but I guess he was right. saying if she would be willing to give up her citizenship, maybe she could become an Indian citizen. But not out of thin air. Right? That's, it was almost that was like, my, that was was almost my like point. a test. Like he was calling her bluff. Like how, how badly do you want this? That was, that was up, kind of my point. Like, give up your citizenship? At least she was smart enough to say no. Well, yeah, then she would lose her benefits. Yeah. So... Absolutely not. She's not going to give up citizenship. Plus, if she ever needed to go back, like. Well, she would have to get a tourist visa then to go back. Well, yeah, but it's, again, it's better to have this. It's good that she said no. Again, I agree with you. I don't know why he asked that. Right? Because. It's not like you can just 
pick and choose your citizenship. Yeah, I cannot be like, um, so I'm here in the U.S. Uh, I'm about, I'm gonna give up my Czech citizenship. Can I? Can I be the U.S. citizen? Right, and I'm married to a Czech citizen. I can't just go over and get European citizenship. No, I'd have to live there. I'd have to, which Jenny does, I guess. Yeah, but you have to in Europe. I think it's three years. It's two or three years. Yeah. Yeah. Which Jenny has spent a large amount of time in India, but still, I don't think it's like, well, you can trade in your American citizenship for India. No, I don't think so either. I'm just glad she's not freaking giving it up for yes. whatever reason. She says no. So the lawyer says, okay, well, there's one technical option, ISKCON. And Jenny's like, ISKCON? Is that like Comic-Con? Like, <laughs> drag, Dragon Con? I went to Dragon Con in 92. Is it like that? ISCON? Yeah, well, I'm down. <laughs> I'm always down for a good con. It brought me back to when we lived in New York, Union oh, yeah. Square. Mm-hmm. Every single time the weather was nice or semi-nice, not too cold <laughs> or not too rainy, there were always about like a, a 50 to 100 people chanting Hare Krishna. Oh, yeah. You well, remember? That's what Smith said. He's I like, know. And that's why I was have, like, oh, my gosh. You must so have heard true. the people singing, right, in New York? In Union Square. Everywhere? Yeah. Jenny goes, me? Singing Hare Krishna? Me? Little old Jenny? Singing Hare Krishna? Hare Krishna. Huh? I, can, <laughs> I can see it. I can, <laughs> I can do it with a proper vocal warm-up. I think uh, I can get these old pipes going again. Wait, what kind of a visa? It's a... Uh, missionary visa? It's a missionary visa. Interesting. So... So, well, let me tell you about this because okay. I, I obviously had to do my research, right? Well, j- first, Jenny's only concern was, will I have to recruit people? Mm-hmm. Which the lawyer says, no, obviously, we don't want Jenny to be the face of Harry Krishna. <laughs> so, no, no, miss. Um, but I read about it. And a few years ago, the movement was urging the Indian government to make it easier for followers of Krishna to get a visa so that they could come breathe their last breaths in India. Because apparently, like the majority of this following is elderly. Okay. Right. So Jenny's age may help her in this situation. Because <laughs> the most most of these Harry Krishnas, they're elderly. But apparently, the visa you get is a tourist visa. Good for 180 days. Mm. So basically what she has now. Oh. Right? So it's not this permanent loophole as far as I'm concerned from what I've read. Interesting. It's just a visa. So you could come here, pray, right, study, meditate, and breathe your last breath Hmm. in the Holy Land. Well, that's this option is worse than what she has now. Now she can stay for six months at a time. She needs to leave every six months and re-enter, but... At least yeah. it could potentially be ongoing. Maybe there is like a, something more to it. Otherwise, why would he suggest this loophole? Why would he suggest the loophole in the first place? Let's be very honest. I'm also curious. You said mostly old people do Hare Krishna, not in New York. Really? Was a lot of young people? Yeah. I mean, I've seen older people too, but I've seen a lot of young people. Mm. Okay. I feel like younger people are getting into different movements now, but yeah. Crazy millennials, am I right? You are so right. Okay. <laughs> that is Jenny and Summit. Oh, yeah. Shall we talk about Ari and Biniam? Let's talk about Ari and Baby. Uh, this segment breaks my heart. A lot going on in this segment. Mm-hmm. A lot of heartbreak 
Poor baby. Segment. Yeah. So Ari and Baby, they're getting ready to meet up with Ari's ex, Leandro. And boy, is she ready to make an impression. <laughs> she is so ready to make oh an impression. Gosh. She is rocking heels, a short cheetah print dress. Out of control. I well, The dress wasn't that short. No, but if Baby basically said, oh, you never dress like this. Yes. Right? And the fact that you're dressing in a leopard print oh to boy. meet your ex. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. And on top of that, she's going to get her nails done, too. Because she, yeah. she really wants to make Leandro regret getting that PhD. Neon nails, leopard dress. Hmm. <sighs> and the whole thing is so savage because even if you're going to do this, right, even if you're going to go get primped for your ex, get your nails done, fine. But don't bring your current husband along to watch. What do you mean? She could have gone to the nail salon and just be like, yep, I'm going out. I'm going to get my nails done. Whatever. She has baby come sit there and watch her get her nails done, watching her get all pretty for her ex. Well, yeah, but also they're on the way. That was a stop on the way to get. Poor planning. To land her. You know what I laughed so hard at the beginning of this segment? Why? Because in my notes, I didn't spell Lander's name correct. My iPad corrected everything to Lavender. (laughs) 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 We can call him Lavender if you want. I feel like it's easier. It's in my notes. Okay. So (laughs) if you think it couldn't get any worse, if you think uh, the cheetah print dress, the high heels, the The neon nails. Do you think... Couldn't get any worse. It gets worse. Because Ari is not wearing her wedding ring. Which I have to say, her excuse is legit. I don't wear my wedding rings to the nail salon either because they should take it off. They put all these like creams and mm-hmm. hand stuff. And I really, you know, when she like does your nails, I don't want any particles to be landing on my rings. Still, usually, usually still. I don't. But in this situation... In this circumstance, Ari should be doing everything she can do to calm baby's nerves. That she may, she should be making baby feel like you are my number one priority. You are my number one love. I am so happy to be with you and so happy to be married to you. She should, but I don't think that's how she feels about baby. I know. I think that's the main issue here. That's the sad part. And we're going to learn more, which I'm with you. It was very heartbreaking. So she doesn't have her ring. Baby thinks Ari's ashamed of the ring because we learn the ring baby gave Ari is less than a dollar. So what? It's not about the price. It doesn't matter if you got it from the claw machine at the bowling alley. It's the thought that counts. It's the thought that counts. Oh, for sure. It doesn't matter if it's a ring pop. It's the thought that counts. Ring pop would be great. You get something out of it too. And candy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's sad. That breaks my heart. Baby goes back to the house to get the ring for Ari. And now it's time for them to go pick up Lavender from his hotel. <laughs> okay. And this is the first time we actually get to see Lavender. We see Lavender. But before we do, Ari has the balls to say, Try not to be rude. Oof. What? 
Try not to be rude. Baby goes, I just don't want to lose you. I don't want to lose my family. I feel so bad oh, for the him. The whole thing breaks my heart. He's like a little puppy that you just want to protect. Lavender coming in here, smelling all good, right? I love the smell of lavender, by the way. I just, I just love it. Okay. Okay, keep, keep, so, keep going. So they get to the hotel. Out he comes. And baby's just immediately like, nerd alert. Because he's wearing these nerdy glasses. <laughs> yeah. Nerdy glasses, but he's got a strong energy. He's got a strong energy. He has energy the broccoli haircut. The broccoli? It's like, uh, that's what I call it when it's like shaved on the sides, but you get the puffy head on who top. Are you, who are you to talk about hair right now? Stop it. With that nest on your head. Stop it. Nest. But no one can see me. I'm not on TV. That's very true. With my nest. That's very true. But he has the broccoli hair. He's got the broccoli hair. And he's got, he's got this energy where he's like, I want to learn, I want to learn the language right now on the Oh yeah, the he's flexing that he's so smart. Oh yeah, let me learn some of this language right now. Yeah, was he flexing or was he trying to befriend I, baby? I, I don't know. I maybe, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit of a weird flex, but at the same time, it's like, okay, well maybe he's showing interest in the culture. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Also, baby said, oh, he doesn't look like he came from America. It's like, he is not from America, baby. Right. <laughs> he's from Argentina. Yeah. Maybe he lives in America. Maybe. But he's, but he's not American. He doesn't look like it to baby. So Lavender gets to the house and the first stop is to meet Avi and Mimi. And he goes and he picks up Avi and he picks Avi up like it's his daughter that he hasn't seen in years. You know that Avi is a boy, right? Avi? Mm-hmm. What did I say? <laughs> Something about his daughter. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he picks up Avi like it's his son. Mm -hmm. That's better. That's <laughs> better. He hasn't seen you in years. It. And Ari keeps digging this hole for herself. Because mm -hmm. you could have had a baby like this, but you missed out. It's like the Lion King. What? How so? Don't don't someone like the monkey or the lion hold the small lion? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I clearly only watched it once a long time just ago. Like, but just like that. Who holds the little lion? I is, don't know. Is it the big lion? I would imagine it would be probably a better movie if the little lion hold, held the big lion. <laughs> That's a movie I would like to see. Real testament of strength. I think it's the monkey. Hmm. Anyways, but Anyhow. you know what I'm saying? Like picking it up. Sure, like sure. Sure. So <laughs> Ari literally goes, oh, Avi, <laughs> you're so comfortable with Leandro. Look at you. Do you want Leandro to be your daddy? Oh, my gosh. Wait, what? Do you want Leandro Wait, to be your- she did say that? Yeah. I was- I think I so. I didn't pick up on that. Oh, but maybe I made this up. I don't know. I what I was feeling. I miss details. That's why I have you here. That's what I was feeling. Yeah. <laughs> While baby is there- the ba baby, the binium, mm -hmm. the big baby, and <laughs> and poor baby is telling the camera, maybe, maybe Leandro wants to be the stepfather. Oh, that was so sad. Maybe Leandro's yeah coming in here, we're trying to be the stepdad. Maybe that's why he's trying to learn the language so he could speak to his stepson. Is that what's going on? What's going on? Oh, here? that's a good thought. Is that what's going on here? Oh, poor yeah. baby. Yeah, and so he feels like maybe Ari. And Lavender might rekindle their relationship and their love 
And this scares baby. As it should. As it absolutely should. Because next we see them sitting downstairs surrounded by all the gifts that Lavender brought for them. Oh, boy. He, yeah, he totally, he pawed this one and he came bearing gifts. It was like a Santa Claus. All the gifts. This summer. All is the it gifts. this summer? Not sure. I'm, what, just, I'm just guessing. Not sure what time of the year it is, but it's gift given time. And, and the gifts, the gifts were interesting. The gifts were interesting. Well, before we get into that, Ari says that she ordered a bunch of things on the internet, so he's just bringing it over. Oh, he works for because, FedEx now? Well, no, but I don't think Amazon delivers to Ethiopia. Actually, they do. Really? Because I looked it up. Oh. They don't deliver everything, but they deliver a lot, and clothing especially they deliver, oh. which is one of the weird items that Lander had in his... He Sad. brought her bras, but I feel like she mm-hmm. picked them. Actually, Lavender's girlfriend picked them. Yes, which is weirder. He, yeah, I thought I thought she wanted it. Like I thought the like whole, she ordered it. I'm sure she asked, "Hey, I need these bras." Why not ask Janice? Why not ask your mom? That's Why are true. you asking your ex-husband? Plus, bras are so like you really have to get it right. Like I only wear one brand of bras. Okay. That's it. Okay. Because everything else just doesn't fit me. It's about the feeling. I understand. Well, maybe she, so maybe she asked. Like maybe she knew. The maybe, whole she, day. maybe she knew what she wanted and she asked. But <laughs> I mean, that's a gift you give in private then. You don't need to sit baby down and watch your wife receive bras from another man. Or he should have given him the speakers first. Give him the speakers first, <laughs> butter him up a little bit, and then give him the bra. And then you have Lander like... Fashion show, fashion show, <laughs> like like he wanted to see her uh, in the bra, you know? Dirty, the whole thing, dirty lavender. The whole thing was, it was a mess. Also, why did he bring those giant speakers? Like, what was that, the only thing he had in the luggage? Bring him nicer goes, speakers, like the ones your dad has. And he goes, this is for music, baby. This is for music and stuff. I think he knows, Leandro. I think he knows what speakers are for. He is a musician. Yeah, but again, why did he bring those large speakers? <laughs> so many questions. Oh, my gosh. So many questions. Okay. And that's not the craziest part of this segment. What happens next is the craziest part of this segment. Mm-hmm. When Baby starts asking questions, he asks, Oh, Baby. Why? Why'd you guys break up? If your relationship is so good... Why would you break up? Oh, I wish he didn't ask, but I love that he did. Don't ask questions. You don't want the answers. To, I was baby. just going to say that. Very, very true, guys. Because here's the answer to why'd you guys break up? They never broke up. Never really broke up. She said that, right? She said, we never really broke up. Oh. I just never came home. What a hoe. She never came home. <laughs> Ho? She never came home. Okay. <laughs> And Ari tells the camera she even thought maybe we'd get back together, but then I met Baby. She said he went somewhere for school, and then she just wanted to travel, so she never came home. Still kept her doors open Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and met Baby in the middle of... That's why I'm saying I don't think she loves Baby, and I think Baby was a flank. Yes. She loved the long hair. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was the first appointment. Off. Yep, yep. But she was pregnant, 
And now she's stuck because she, I think she likes baby. I think she likes him as her baby daddy. He's a she, nice guy. He's very sweet. Yes, but I don't think she loves him. No. How could you? Or, or if she does, she needs to start showing. Yes. But not the way she does. No. She's sitting there with baby telling Leandro, I was trying to keep my options open. If me and baby didn't work out, maybe maybe I'd go back to you. Oh my gosh. While baby's sitting there. Poor baby. And baby's face just is just a sad face. Just a little face. baby. Just, just a little sad, baby. Just a sad face. Okay. Explain this to me then. Because we learned they never really broke up. Mm-hmm. She just never came home. Mm-hmm. So how are her and Leandro still on good terms? Why would he want to be friends with her if she just took off one day and never came That's home. That's a good point. Right? I feel I like they were saying they started growing apart. Like it wasn't, oh, one night we love each other and we're watching movies and cuddling and eating popcorn and drinking wine and the next day she she leaves. They said they started growing apart and more and more and more and to the point that they just realized, okay, we want different things and I'm just not going to come back home, but I'm going to keep my options open. So here's the million dollar question. Mm-hmm. Are they even divorced? Oh, that's a good question. Because he's got a girlfriend, not a wife. Hmm. She's married in Ethiopia. Well, or, if they never broke up, I wonder if they... They could still be married in the States. It's very true. Dun, dun, dun. That's a really good point. It's a really good point. Who knows what's going on here? Oof. So many questions. I don't know how it works. Like, it's... Sh- she would have to get a divorce to marry baby in Ethiopia. No, they're not cross-referencing. Not a chance. What do you mean? You think the Ethiopian Ethiopian government is checking in with the American government? No, but if she ever wanted to bring him back right. to the U.S. But has she? Hmm. We saw he's here filming. Well, but that could be on a tourist visa yeah. or a entertainment visa and i think even like the biggest bombshell was that his ex left him and his child mm. to go back to her ex right and here that's literally here's like Ari, his story is repeating again. itself oh. history repeats itself i feel so ah, bad for this baby. guy hopefully yeah hopefully lavender just gonna go back to america just, just do what he what he does See whatever what it happens. is who would have thought ari and baby actually becoming interesting that's true i i am vibing this i am vibing this all right let's move on let's talk about another couple kind of vibing steven and alina steven and alina steven with a v he's meeting up with his boss dan he's got to grab his last paycheck before he heads to turkey and a couple things a couple things i'm feeling Mm -hmm. no proof of this but one, no way Dan is his boss. Right? There's no way Dan is his boss. I literally said co-worker. And there's no way this was even a pest control office. Well, I was going to say Dan could be his manager, which you Maybe. can say boss. But there's I don't no, think he's the boss of the company. There's no way this was even a pest control office. Like, well, yes. no, no, no. That, it, that's the thing. It's not. Oh. He, sell, he sells things to kill bucks. He's the salesman going door to door selling things that kill bucks. He is not a pest control person. He's a sales dude. He's going door to door selling. Yeah, and apparently he's a decent. Yes, mouse traps and roach traps. It's some sort of like a sales. Got it. Salesman thing. Got it. Okay. Apparently he's a decent salesman. That's what he says. (laughs) 
So, okay. Here is where we dive deeper into the reason Stephen doesn't support killing bugs. Who knew this storyline was going to cover two episodes? Yeah, you you please say it. (laughs) So, apparently, one day, Stephen was playing in the street, and his friend ran over an ant colony on his bike, or as Stephen calls it, an ant hive. Proof, <laughs> proof in my mind that Stephen doesn't know anything about bugs or pest control, but okay, an ant hive. Um, but when Stephen looked, the ants were carrying away mm. the dead bodies. They do that. And ever since then, Stephen doesn't like killing they bugs. They do that. Yeah, ants are such show-offs. They mm-hmm. love showing off how much weight they can oh, carry. Oh, they're so strong. They can carry like 20 times their body weight. They're so strong. Never miss an opportunity to show off how strong you are. It's- I used to love feeding them. Ants? Hmm. You feed ants without even knowing you feed ants. They just, they're in your kitchen eating things. Like, they're not in our kitchen, luckily. Knock it. No, they're not, but we you, just don't have to, you don't have to go out of your way to feed ants. They'll well, feed themselves. Well, when I was a child, I used to go to camps, like summer camps, right? Yeah. And usually we stayed in the woods, camping and stuff. There was always an ant hive somewhere. So usually... Ant colony, you could say. Well, I'm an using ant. Stephen with a V. Okay. I'm using, I'm going with his. Okay. He is the expert. With his words. Okay. Yes. And I used to get like a piece of my rohalik that I got for a snack. <laughs> that's like a, that's a bread. It's bread yeah. for those who are not in the know. Sometimes the rohalik with a little bit of cream cheese and I went Uh-oh. to the ant colony. Now I'm using your, your, <laughs> your term. And I just put it on top. <laughs> you probably suffocated the ants. No, I did not. I said they loved it. They sometimes like carried it around. They sometimes carried it. Sometimes I ripped it in like smaller pieces. Yeah. Yeah. They're so strong. So strong. And I was so nice. You're carbo loading those ants. They need to. They want to carry other things around, other yeah. people. Yeah. That'd I be- mean, other people, other ants. <laughs> Take a lot of ants to carry a person. But that would be a good name for a moving company. Something with ant. Because they're so strong. They're carrying so everything. So strong. Right? But also so annoying like if you get aunt, them in the kitchen. Your ants moving company or something. Hmm. Mm. Trying to work on a double entendre. Let's there, think about it. Okay. So Steven's there. Dan gives him the paycheck, but he gives him something more valuable than a paycheck. He gives him a couple words of wisdom. <laughs> a couple words of wisdom here. He says, I don't want to see you throw away an awesome job for some girl. I loved it too. I loved it. Listen, apparently he is a decent salesman. Awesome job. Just Going awesome. door to door, just selling things. I wonder if they use door-to-door pest control as a front to recruit people for the church. Interesting. Because Mormons, at least in the past, have been known to go door-to-door quite a bit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mormons. Knock, knock, knock. Yeah. It's a different religion. Who does this in Jehovah's check. Witness? Yes, yep. yeah. Oh my god! Oh yep. my god! All yep. the time. I can't tell you All how many. Time. I can't tell you how many times as a child I would lay on the ground so that the Jehovah's would not see me inside. <laughs> I didn't want to answer when I'd be home alone. I'd have to break their ne- hearts, tell them no. I, I wasn't never down opened to the door. I mean, my parents sometimes did, but but Mormons they go door to door. Oh, they used to. But I could see like, like got bugs. No. Got Jesus, and then now you're in. Now you you got an opening, and now you're talking Jesus. Before you know it, you got a couple. Thought. You hmm. got a couple new members. I could see it. You can't see that. Well, I can. I feel like the old bait and switch. I feel like for him to make some money, he would need to sell 
the backdrops over the mm, Jesus. Yeah, you don't know what it, what it pays to get a couple of converts. You don't know. You think someone pays someone? Nah, probably not. Yeah, I don't think so either. Either way, <laughs> Stephen, he's he's leaving this job because he feels Alina is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Did you hear him say, oh, can I hug you? And the guy goes like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like straight up no. Yeah. I wouldn't take a hug either. But he's like, he's, he, like he's like, you're so, you're, you're going to leave this awesome job. I'll miss you, dude. But don't hug me. Yeah. Maybe it's COVID-19 too. It's COVID-19. Yeah. And he knows Steven's a little gassy. <laughs> you know. But, yeah. He might, he might squeak one like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's let's go to Russia. Let's cut to Russia. And we meet Olina, who is body painting while some creepy House of Horrors music plays in the background. Well, she also got the little intro. She's 20 years old mm-hmm. from Novosibirsk. Oh, look at you flexing. Novosibirsk, uh-huh. Russia. Bless you. Bless you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was more taken by the body painting in preparation of a photo shoot that she was doing. She was... She looked like, um, what's the name of, hmm, it's Jesus mm. and then his parents, Joseph and Maria. Mary. Mary. Yeah. Well, Maria in Czech. She sure. has this freaking crown. Oh. Right? Interesting. It looked like, they looked like her. At least the church my grandma goes to and I sometimes have to go with her. Mm-hmm. There is this big statue of Maria with this crown that looked, looks exactly, exactly, looks close to what Alina's wearing. Interesting. I saw something different. I wrote down that she looked like a PG POW. Because I don't even know what that is. Remember when POW did that nude body paint oh, photo shoot? Oh, yes. In front of Russ's parents? Like she invited Russ's parents to come to the nude photo mm-hmm, shoot? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alina was doing a similar thing. She was doing a body painting photo shoot, but it was more of like a PG POW. Very, very PG. Yeah. That's so a good point. Something else we learn about Alina is she is currently a student studying Chinese language and Asian politics. I found it very interesting. I found it very interesting because I wondered why was she not looking for someone to help her with the Chinese language mm. on the app? Why Let's was she to speak English too? Yeah, but if your focus is Chinese language, yes. But if you study political science, yeah. I feel like speaking English. But she's studying Asian politics. Yeah, but I feel like everyone speaks English, so okay. it's good to know. Maybe right. maybe she's also learning Chinese on that app. Maybe. You know. You know a couple foreigners, right? You guys all know multiple languages. Yeah. yeah. That's us. That's, That's us. <laughs> the foreigners. So then we meet Alina's mom, Anna, cooking up some borscht. Classic dish. Do you like borscht? Never had it. I don't like it. Is there, what is it? Radish? No, it's um, beet. Oh, beet. Yeah, I hate borscht. I hate beets. <laughs> well, you know what's interesting? I think we talked about it already and I forgot. I used to hate it. I haven't had it since I was a child. Mm. And I do like beets now. It's something I didn't like when I was a kid, but I do like them now. Okay. So maybe I would like it. Who knows? I feel like beets taste like dirt. No, so, they don't. So that's why I don't. Love well, them. cooked beets. I'm not gonna eat a beet like Dwight. Dwight. Dwight is eating beets. Dwight. Like Dwight. From the office for you people who don't understand what Teresa is saying. Say it. Dwight, like light. Dwight. Yeah. Dwight. 
Got it. Dwight yeah. is eating beets like apples. Right. Horrible. Okay. You got to cook the beet. Okay. So we meet Anna <laughs> cooking some beets. We also meet Grandma Ludmila. And L- yeah. Ludmila looks like her mom. I was going to say, if you thought Kenny was the person who looked best for their age on this program, you have not met Ludmila yet. Well, I don't think Ludmila looks good for her age. I just think she's really young. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to tell you. She's probably like 48. I'm going to tell you this. Yeah. My mom is 57. Yeah. And she is approximately 10 years older than all my other friends' moms. Okay. I'm 31. Okay. Do the math. I can't. I'm terrible at math. A lot of my friends' moms are in their mid-40s to late-40s and their grandmas already. Interesting. Does your mom want to be a grandma? She does. she does. Okay, let's move on. So let's move I on. found it very European, actually, this okay. whole scenario. You could smell the borscht through yes. the TV. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Alina, she wants to know, how's everyone feeling? I'm going to be leaving soon. I'm going to go meet up with Steven. How's everyone feeling? And Anna, Mother Anna, brings up how Steven was supposed to come to Russia. So we'd be able to get to know him a little bit better. But obviously, that can't happen now. COVID-19, guys. But we did learn that they all met each other in Prague. Which I didn't know. I knew and I saw in one of those pics or videos that they went to Prague. I just thought they went to Prague, let's say, on a trip. I thought that he actually went to Russia. And that's how they met. But apparently, that's not it. No, they went to Prague for a week, which is interesting. Great city, beautiful city, beautiful awesome city. place to spend some time. But yeah, why wouldn't Stephen go hmm. to her home country? I wonder why. It's a good point. Because that was his plan to move there. Mm-hmm. So you think you would go once at least? And he did live. He lived in Russia. Remember, he said, "I lived in Russia for two years. It's how I learned the language." Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why they went to Prague. I wish they showed us more of Prague. Right? We love Prague. Either way, Anna met him for a week, but still feels like he's a stranger. Ludmila, also very worried, feeling like Alina's going to be alone in Turkey, not happy about this. And then we're treated to another of Mother Anna's feelings about Mormonism. We get to hear her thoughts on Mormonism once again. How she thought it was a cult. And how Mormons do dark things. Very dark things. Like, for example, secret rituals. Uh-oh. Or international scandals. Uh-oh. Selling people. Uh-oh. Organ donors. Oh, my goodness. Oof. What? Yeah. It was a whole bag of tricks. whole bag of dark tricks that <laughs> Anna thinks is going on. I have a feeling if, if she was in the States, she would be a... Follower of Q. I think she would follow Q. Oh, the mom? Yeah. For sure. She was very susceptible <laughs> to, to questionable well, I ideologies. Feel like, yeah. I feel like if that's something you've been feeding by this information your yeah. entire life, mm-hmm. obviously you believe in that. Well, here's something positive. Alina actually asked Stephen about his religion. She was curious enough. She asked him about his religion. She may have even Googled it once or twice. Who knows? But she wanted to learn more. Mm-hmm. And Stephen told her to read the Book of Mormon. No, he said they're going to read it together. Okay. 
here's something I read on one of those TLC tweets. Okay. You know, I told you TLC yeah. tweets during the episode. They said Stephen gifted her a Russian language version of the Book of Mormon. Interesting. The first time they met. Yeah. Well, I feel like he said they all read it together, but that didn't stop Alina. She no. attended some church lessons already. Look at her. And that makes her one of the smartest people that ever been on this show because usually no one does any freaking research on this no show. People just go research. to the foreign country YOLO. or come here literally thinking, oh, I'm moving to Indiana. That's probably going to be like all the pictures from New York City. And yeah. they just get burned. Like, what? Yeah, Alina definitely award for one of the smarter cast members. For sure. On this show. So then... Anna asks, if Steven proposes, will you accept? And Alina says, yeah, because it's the only option for us to be able to come back and live in Russia together. And then grandma goes like, oh, 20 years old, you're too young. Grandma, how old were you yeah, when grandma. you had your daughter? Grandma, you look like you're 14. 20, 25 right now, grandma. 14. Better calm down over there. Eat your borscht. <laughs> but, but Alina feels like parting is not an option. Because then Stephen probably will kill her and harvest her organs if she breaks up with him. Well, she thinks it's going to be amazing. She's positive. Very positive. So too let's, positive. Let's, let's see. Yeah. So New Day, Alina's friends, Nastia. And Nastia. 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 No, Nastia. I'm serious. Say okay. it. Nastia. I'm going to, okay, here's her new nickname, Nasty. Okay, her nickname <laughs> is Nasty now. Nasty and Julia are over. They're helping Alina pack for Turkey. Nastia okay? and Julia. Okay. Nastia and, Nasty and Julia. Okay, so <laughs> these friends, they're no more supportive than Anna and Ludmila. Oh my gosh, the blonde friend reminds me of someone. I could not, hmm. and I feel like she reminds me of someone from my hometown. Is the, is like, the blonde one Nasty or Julia? I think the blonde one was Yulia. No, okay. Nastya. You, you even know. I don't know, but she reminds me of someone. I don't okay. know who. They had very European faces, but not supportive of Alina's plans. Although they are curious about Alina's sex life. And we learned that she is still a virgin. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So Alina tells her friends they're not going to bang. And apparently... Stephen and Alina agreed to be innocent. They want to be untouched and pure for each other. Oh, Stephen. Well, <laughs> Alina's friends think, well, this must be why she wants to get married so quickly so that she could bang Stephen. That's the worst yeah, I mean, idea have they, to, to get married to bang. Well, especially with Stephen. Have they not seen... Stephen and his hair. Have they not smelled Stephen's <laughs> well, gas? Well, don't forget that Alina loves the hair. Oh, that's true. It's her fault. So then we learn more. Then we learn a lot more. We learn Stephen asked Alina if he could date other girls. Dirty Stephen with a V. Actually, without the V. Stephen lost his, his v. v. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen got some V. He lost his V. And now he wants more V. He's asking if he can date other girls. To get more V. And here's, here's the thing. Here's the actual issue with Stephen's religion. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with organ harvesting. That 
should not concern you, Alina. <laughs> but polygamy is accepted. That's very true. In the Mormon faith. That's very true. Stephen is trying to get down with some polygamy. He's got Alina and he wants to, you know, you've heard Mambo number five. I think it usually is if you see, like if your parents are in a poly, what do you call it? Polygamous, polygamous. Yeah, polygamous. relationship. But a lot of people who don't see growing up don't even go there. As far as we know, Stephen just has one dad and one mom. Step, stepdad, right? Stepdad. But still, one. Yeah, I don't know if his parents are polygamous, but this is an ideology in the Mormon faith that is accepted. And he's clearly comfortable with that idea. He's asking Alina, hey, can I date other women? I know we're together. I know this is getting very serious. I may propose to you in Turkey, but is it cool if I go to the movies? He can't keep his penis in his pants. He cannot keep his penis in his pants. And it gets comical. When Alina's friends are like, well, on TV shows, sometimes a girl will like hire a sexy actress to tempt their boyfriend and see if he'll be faithful. Maybe, maybe we do something like that. You think maybe we should? Uh, like, like who? Like Na- Nastia or Julia? Which one is going to do maybe it? Maybe Nasty wants to uh, try to <laughs> tempt uh, Steven. See, uh, see what happens. I'm sure he would like literally be like a fish. Just like jumping on a little fly that's on someone's hook. He would yeah. just be like... Alina, not thrilled about the idea. But her friends are like, just just think about it. Just consider it. Just consider it. I mean, it feels a bit sneaky, but could be a good idea. Yeah. These girls have... Yeah. These girls have... A little savages. Leave, leave the storylines up to the producers, ladies. They I, can take it from here. I don't think these early, or like these new couples are scripted. No, I don't think so either. I think that's real. I feel like, but, as we always talk about, once you keep reappearing on the show, right. to Gotta have something fun going on, yeah. But these girls definitely watched the show, I'm sure. Oh, for said, sure. Okay, I know how we can make this interesting. This was their one minute to shine. I know how we can make this interesting. Okay, new day. One day before Stephen leaves for Turkey, and he's FaceTiming Alina. And here comes his famous line. What a greeting. What an absolute greeting. <laughs> you look super cute today, and you're my moonlight. I'm super glad you're in my life, and I like your hair today. <laughs> what? You want to know what I wrote down? No. <laughs> I don't, actually. Can I tell you? Okay. What I wrote down, you look super cute today. You're my moonlight, my super badger. <laughs> my what? <laughs> my super badger. My super badger. A super badger. Oh. And I like your hair. Okay. <laughs> you, we got the most important part, which is I like your hair. Yeah. Super badger. Super I, badger. Maybe he did say that. Maybe I'm wrong. I really thought he said it, but I'm pretty sure you are right. Um, I, yeah, I think he said, I'm super glad you're in my life. Yeah, I understood. Mm. You're my super badger. Okay. I'm well, going to start calling you a super badger. I'll take it. So it was a very nice greeting, but, but then he's got to break some news, right? Start sweet. And butter him up a little bit and then break the news. And here's the news he needs to break. He booked two apartments in Turkey. What does he get the money for two apartments? He's a very, very profitable pest sales controlman. By the way, I just looked up badgers. They're kind of cute. Oh, are they? Okay. (laughs) So he says, I got two places for us. We're not going to live together. 
two, two apartments. I got one for you, Alina, which is very nice, and one for me, which is a hostel. Which all I can say about a hostel, great place to harvest organs. <laughs> if you're going to harvest organs anywhere, a hostel, you'll find plenty. Did you see the movie? Oh, I saw the movie. It was movie. shot in Czech and Slovakia. It sure was. Majority in Slovakia, those a people, am I right? A lot of organs in that movie. Mm-hmm. So two places, one question. Why would you not talk to Alina about this before? And also, why would you spend extra money? Just the only reason he's doing is because he he thinks he could not control himself. He thinks they would just bang before getting married. Okay. So that's that's the issue. But then we learn the bigger issue. That Stephen with a V lost his V. Yes. Is that what you guessed? Because I know we guessed last episode what his secret was. Yeah, that's was. what I guessed. You get, And I, I know I guessed divorce. Yeah. I don't know if I guessed something else. Wait. Maybe I was making fun of him that I doubt he got laid. I, I think maybe I said he had sex or he was divorced. I don't know. I don't know. But that's crazy to me is he booked two apartments because he doesn't want to have sex, but he's already had sex. Yeah, I feel like he just did some sort of a ritual so he is purified again. Come on. By the way, I just thought of it. I said he probably has a tattoo because I doubt that he ever got laid. <laughs> so then I think I win. Yeah, wrong. Okay. I think I win. So uh, Alina's not even religious as far as I know, right? Definitely not Mormon. So why would Stephen even keep it a secret that he had sex? I don't think she cares. He's a 25-year-old guy. He can have sex. Who well, cares? Well, I think, I think she cares because he was feeding her all the information about Mormons and how they save themselves mm. for marriage. And now he's going to tell her that he just cannot keep it in his pants and he already lost his V because yeah. he loves the Vs. Jeez. 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 Join us. I got it. No, oh, jeez. No, no. Oh, you're saying G. Ah. I thought you were saying G's, like instead of vaginas, just vaginas. No. Because that's what we say. No. But it was pretty good. I think I'm done with this couple. <laughs> I think I'm done with this couple. Well, I'm, I'm excited for them to meet and for Steven to tell her that he's not Steven with a V anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm. Steven who lost his V. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shall we move on? Let's move on to Corey and Eveline. Oh, boy. Here we go. Time to start planning the wedding. Oof. Let's let's open up with what actually happened. Corey is washing the beautiful dog. <laughs> that's, that's the <laughs> highlight of this segment, probably. It is, right? That's the highlight. They have a husky. That and doesn't seem like the right dog. I was literally going to say that. Why do you that have a husky when you live in Ecuador? It's hot all the time, I assume. Yeah. It's in the tropical, like it's... Right. Middle America. That does not seem like the That's right. That's a winter dog. Well, if it's Corey's dog, it came from Washington. You think it's a Corey's dog? If it is, if it is, it came from Washington, the Pacific Northwest, which makes sense. He probably hates it. He probably hates Ecuador. So much. He I would shave him. hates it. <laughs> they probably hate that more. He'd probably hate that more. But yes, that's the highlight. <laughs> that's the one point where you can smile. And then it's downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Because... We're planning a wedding. We're planning a wedding that one of the people who is going to get married doesn't even want to have. Well, they're 
planning it for the wrong reasons, at least Evelyn does. You know, normal people plan their wedding to say I do in front of their family and friends. To share their love. To share with their, their love. family and friends. Evelyn, she wants to flex. <laughs> Evelyn wants to make her family and friends jealous. That's but the only reason she, she wants, wants to get married. She the best place, the best decor, the best everything. Oh, and she wants to make Corey pay for it all. Because that's how it works in Ecuador. Which yeah. honestly, isn't how is it in America? Doesn't the wife's parents, don't the wife's parents have to pay? It's such an old-fashioned thing. Yeah. That, yes, traditionally they say the wife's parents pay for it, but that's such BS. I feel like no the one's couple doing that these days. should pay for it. Yeah, and the couple does, and it's nice if the parents can help out. Yeah. I don't think the wife's parents pay for it anymore i think that was the way it used to be and in ecuador i did my little bit of research Mm -hmm. yes the man pays for a majority of things Mm -hmm. but the bride and the bride's family can still pay for and usually does still pay for flowers and the cake Mm -hmm. and other things so it's not all it shouldn't all be on no i think the couple should pay for it and again like we paid for our wedding our parents helped us out which we appreciate for sure but the majority of day was on us because we paid for a wedding we wanted to have, right? Yeah. I feel like it would be ridiculous to put it on someone and then be like, so we're going to have this expensive wedding, but you have to pay for it, well, which is what Evelyn is trying to do. And that's kind of what I think is happening. It's a case of you want it, you pay for it. Mm-hmm. Because Corey's the one who wants the wedding. So Evan's like, all right, if that's what you want, pay for it. Well, I thought Cody would be fine with going to the city hall and just being able to marry oh, yeah. her there and staying well, in Ecuador with her legally. We learn his brother had a wedding in the States for 5000 Which I don't understand how he pulled it off, but... You can do it for sure, especially if you live on a nice piece of property. That's, That's probably the most expensive part is and food. the venue. Yeah. Well, the food could be super cheap. The food could be potluck. The food could be everyone bring That's very a true. Dish. I've heard of a few people who did that. I think the yeah. most expensive is the venue. That's, so true. That's true. If you say you live on a nice piece of land and you can throw out some chairs and hmm. yeah. put up a chupa, then, uh, <laughs> then you're good to go. Not, not in Ecuador because... Evelyn's got a, she's got expensive taste and she's got an expensive wedding planner, Carolina. Carolina apparently, apparently planned a wedding for one of the Victoria's Secret Angels. So many secrets on 90 Day. So many secrets. Victoria's Secret, Stephen's Secret. (laughs) (laughs) Corey's got a secret. So many secrets. Oh, he sure does. I wanted to tell us, but not yet. Well, Okay. We learn Corey and Evelyn, they don't just own a bar. They purchased another property. Mm-hmm. I should probably say Corey purchased another property. I'm or sure he I purchased. Like maybe Evelyn chimed in with all the money she makes on OnlyFans. Maybe. It, she is an OnlyFans, right? They all are. Yeah. They oh. all are. So they own this other property on the beach, and that's where Evelyn is hoping to have the wedding. Mm-hmm. So they show Carolina this property. Carolina is not impressed. Well, there is nothing. It's a piece of land. Mm, okay. We we looked at wedding venues that were land. Yes, we did. And then they said, well, you're going to need to bring chairs yeah. and tables. You're going to need to bring bathrooms. You're mm-hmm. going to have to roll in 
right? Board Remember, we were about to rent a whole freaking bathroom. Yeah. So you can book a piece of land, but then, yes, you need to bring in yeah. a lot of other things. And that's basically what Carolina was saying is that, well, you don't really have something for the cocktail hour. You don't have anything for mm -hmm. the reception or the ceremony. For me, I was questioning, well, you live by the beach. Why don't you have it on the beach? This was like a property over next to the water or like overlooking the water. But it was still like you had some stuff like leftovers, buildings, something right. around. Like it wasn't a nice piece of land. It was a land that they're probably going to build something on. Well, how about you own a bar? Have it at the bar. Yeah. Oh, like have, yeah. The have reception the at least. I was going to say have the ceremony at the beach and yeah. have the reception at the bar. You could have totally, should we plan this wedding? We should do everything for these people. <laughs> honestly. We are these honestly. people's life coaches. We should change the name of our podcast to 90 Day Life Coach because I feel like we are helping these people out more than they even know. We're coming up with ideas, business ideas, business names. Yeah. So all you, kinds of things. Planning so weddings. So have the reception on the beach by the water at that mm -hmm. first property. And then you go to the bar and you have the reception. That's it. But that's not too it's not, fancy. It's not working for Carolina. But luckily she has some ideas. She has some ideas that just might work. And Corey's like... Well, how expensive are these ideas? So Carolina shows the prices. And he's like, okay, uh, for, for the whole package, right? 9000 for the whole package? Nope. 9000 for the dress. 9 k for the dress. And I, I, don't I can't believe it because, as Corey stated, it's a third world country. That's one. That should be That's cheaper. Yeah. Because apparently the whole wedding can be something in between twenty six to fifty thousand dollars, which is a nice wedding in America. Yeah. Where things are way more expensive than in Ecuador. Here's something interesting. I looked up the average cost for a wedding in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. Fifteen thousand. Okay. USD. Mm-hmm. It's not the interesting part. The interesting part is the US dollar is now the standard currency in Ecuador. Is it? Yeah. That's tough. Like, like 15, 20 years ago, well, Ecuador changed from their own currency to the U.S. So dollar. So they don't have their own currency at all? They don't have their own all? currency anymore. It's the U.S. Damn. dollar. I feel like if that's must be worse for them unless things are cheaper. Like, let's say in the U.S. you can buy a car for, well, cars are expensive. Let's say you can go to dinner and drinks and you pay $100, right? Yeah. I wonder if that same thing in like a nicer place in Ecuador would be like 20 yeah, it's got to be less, right? right? But 15,000 USD. That's still a decent amount for oh, a third world country. The average wedding in the States is 28,000. Yeah. So more expensive, you know, 10, 12, 13,000 more expensive. But $15,000 as the average wedding cost in Ecuador, it's still pricey, seemingly pricey. Mm -hmm. Cheaper than the fifty, sixty thousand $60,000 Evelyn wants to spend, but... Here's my only piece of advice for Corey. Besides run, besides run, my only piece of advice, don't put down a down payment until you tell Evelyn the full truth about Jenny. That's a really good because advice. Because you're not getting that money back, Corey. If you put a down payment down and then you tell mm -hmm. Evelyn that you banged Jenny hard. You think he banged Jenny? Hard. How do you know? Hard. How do you know? Because... Well, I was I was gonna bang her, but I couldn't get it up. Mm. I couldn't 
my penis wouldn't work. So mm. I was going to bang her, but then I couldn't. But uh, he banged That's her. a stupid excuse. He should have just said, hey, no, I, we were just talking. Of course it was a I stupid excuse. I can't believe excuse. he told, he told Evelyn that he I couldn't get it up. Yeah, I would have banged her, but uh, I couldn't get it up. Oh my no. gosh, imagine if Jenny is pregnant. Ooh. <sighs> you know, if it's like a drunk There's bang. No, There's no way this couple will be that exciting. Hmm. But that is, come on. At least, please tell her before That's you put a down idea. payment down. Also, for $50,000, you can build whatever business you're trying to build on the water. That's very true. And maybe then have the wedding there. That's Build very it first. True. He goes, That's a lot of money. And your fiance doesn't even want to get married. <laughs> That's true, too. You're going to spend $60,000 on someone who doesn't even want to get married? That's like, okay, if you really wanted to have this beautiful wedding and mm. it's all you cared about and it was going to make your dreams come true and it's something you would talk about for years and years and years, it would be worth it to spend that mm -hmm. kind of money. You're going to spend 50K, 60K on a wedding for someone who doesn't even want a wedding. And more importantly, that's what I was reminding to the two of us as we were saving money for our wedding. Let's only do some what we can afford or we can manage to save. Like we right. sat down, made sure we can do this. We can have the wedding we want, wanted to because the last thing you want to do is to be in debt after you get married. Right. That's not the way you want to start your That's life. That's definitely not the way you want to start your life. So I don't think Corey wants to, I don't even think he has that much money. No, I don't think Corey wants to start showing his penis on OnlyFans. And that's the way mm. things are going, is that he's going to have to start showing full frontal if he's going to pay for this wedding. That's an interesting point. If you do, like, full naked body, you get more money? I mean, no, but you got to keep upping the ante. Mm. Like, if right now you're showing your ass crack for 20 bucks a month, <laughs> well, now I need more. I'm going to have to start showing something more, mm. right? To charge 30 bucks a month, you got to start showing more. That's probably okay. um, so a, it's a sad story. A good point. We've seen this time and time again. It's a sad story, but we're here to watch. Oh, we are so here, so to, here watch. to watch. Okay, let's talk about a happy story. Maybe the first happy story of this season <laughs> because we didn't see him last episode. We did not, but we sure see them now. Our boys. Our boys, Kenneth and Armando. Hello, and Kenny, welcome back. Kenny Armando and Hannah are taking the cats out for a walk. Oh, sorry, that's... The Chihuahua. It's only one cat. The Chihuahua, you mean? And the dog. Ooh, Chihuahua, ooh, Chi Bang Bang, ooh, Chi... You don't know that song? No, but I know this song. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> not a song. It is. Listen. Chihuahua. Oh. DJ Bobo. Chihuahua, she bang bang. What song is that? Do your song. Chihuahua, Chihuahua, Chihuahua. Oh, Chihuahua. That is not a song. That is a song. Oh my gosh, should I play that, the song? Yeah, play the song. Okay, and then I want to play my song. Is is someone drilling a giant hole outside of our apartment right now? It sounds like it. You, Let me right, play you, the Chihuahua song. You play your like, song, and then I want you to play my song because I'm pretty sure I don't even I know. I think. Yeah. 
I think my song is better. Okay. What's who sings it? It's DJ Bobo. You ready? There's no way you guys don't hear that Hold truck on. outside of our house. Yeah. Well. Okay. Let's let's listen to the one and only song uh-huh. I used to party hard when oh I went to the discotheques. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Hold it up to the mic. Yeah. Oh. Chihuahua. <laughs> Chihuahua. Chihuahua. Oh, Chihuahua. Okay. Does it get better? Isn't this good enough? This was <laughs> this was a big hit in the Czech Republic. Play. Okay. Play. No, I heard enough. They're going to take this down. They're going to stop playing. They're going to take the podcast down. Okay. Play. Play Uchi. Ooh. O O O O C H I E. O O C H I E. Space W A L L Y. Uchiwali? Yeah. Uchi- What's the song called? That's it. Uchiwawa. N A S? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> yeah, hold it to the mic. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Here we go. Uh-huh. Come on. Ooh, choo bang bang. Ooh, choo wah. Maybe I. Yeah, maybe it's not ooh choo wah. He doesn't even say chihuahua. Yeah, maybe it's he not. Say, he says ooh choo Yeah, maybe. That's I was, the name of the song. You win. Ooh choo wah. Okay. Oh my gosh. Anyway. That was a little dirty sidetrack, by the way. <laughs> I did not realize how dirty that was. So dirty. Anyways. My chihuahua song, however. When you say my chihuahua, it sounds dirty. <laughs> okay? Okay? I'll well, pet your wanna... chihuahua later. You calm oh, down. Geez. Oh, jeez. You calm geez. down over Guys, there. if you want to listen to the full DJ Bobo song, just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just go to YouTube. DJ Bobo, which is DJ B-O-B-O. <laughs> the name of the song is Chihuahua, like the yeah. little dog. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Tell them Teresa sent you. <laughs> okay, so everyone is sitting down in the park, and Hannah starts... Testing Kenny's Spanish with flashcards. That's very cute. I like that. Very cute. Very cute. Another wholesome 90 Day Fiance moment brought to you by Kenny and Armando. Mm -hmm. It's the only wholesome moments we get this season. So they recap their love story. Mm -hmm. Just as beautiful the second time around. Although I did want to see Kenny flip out over the guacamole. Oh, yeah. Again. They didn't show it. They did not. They didn't show it. And... To be honest, the only time I lose my shit over Mexican food is when they charge for chips and salsa. <laughs> Kenny flips out over guacamole. If you charge me for salsa, I'm flipping out. Yeah, because there are another 100 Mexican restaurants in your city that you yeah. can go to and they give you free chips. <sighs> That's how Jen and I choose where we eat. It we says always- a lot about you as a Mexican restaurant if you're charging for chips and salsa. Exactly. It's like you're, are you like so bad that people don't come so you have to charge for chips and salsa? No, I think it's the opposite. It's like it's so good that even if we charge, people are still going to come. Oh, Oh. But we don't. I was just going to say, we, we always don't. Google to make sure yeah. the Mexican place we go to has free chips and salsa. I need at least two Yelp reviews that say the chips and salsa were free, but they were good. Mm-hmm. And then we're there. For sure. The For worst. sure. Here's actually the worst is the ones that give you one 
Oh. One bowl of chips for free. They get you hooked. They get you hooked, and then they say, you want a second? You got to pay. Mm-hmm. It's two ninety nine for every bowl of chips after mm-hmm. that. But also the free ones be- before we eat our food when we are on the bowl number three. Three bowls of chips before it's, your entree even hits. That's like a <sighs> 5,000 calories dinner right it's, there. It's okay. It's okay. Once in a while, you got to treat yourself. Okay, here we go. So now it's time to plan another wedding. This is a wedding I support. Yes. This is a wedding I look forward to. And I love their house. Their house is awesome. Right? Their house is where you would want to stay if you were in Mexico. It looks very cute. It's got the vibe. I'm feeling it. I'm loving it. Armando is with Hannah. Inside the awesome house. Inside, looking at some wedding inspiration. And I love that he's making a wedding board. Yeah. And when he said it first, I was like, oh, yes, my boy on Pinterest because I love Pinterest. No. no, he is going Physical. old school. Physical. He And I love it. I feel like everyone should, I should be doing my physical boards, not my digital boards. I just love that Kenny was like, Armando has a vision board. But if it was up to him, I think it'd be a vision wall. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah, <laughs> so... So Armando tells Kenny he thinks he's got about 100 people to invite, which shocks Kenny to hear this number. I don't, I remember when we were like looking at people to invite. Yeah. My con was like 25. I'm like, I have no one else. Well, because <laughs> yours were coming from Europe. Well, yeah, but a lot of people get, I feel like if, if I could invite like anyone and everyone, maybe I would add five to six more people. Yeah. No, Literally, I think our, I wedding, was fine. our wedding was under a hundred. Yes. Yeah. I just think Kenny. It was 90. I think Kenny was shocked by that number because he's, he's getting up there in age. And probably most of his friends and family have passed at this point. He is so old. We forget how old he is. We forget how old he is. I hope this is a joke. <laughs> he's like 80 years old. I'm sure a lot of his friends and family have passed <laughs> at this point. He's like, maybe I can get Lester from the, from the home. To come, but a lot of his friends and family, they're no longer with us. How old how old is he? Seventy? <laughs> how old is he? I, I'm just like I'm just like looking at you knowing how <laughs> many people are gonna be like, what the fuck is he talking about? And you're gonna Kenny? throw them off. Kenny's like, like 56. 80. So old. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing because he looks so good. Well, I have to say, fifty six. When I was younger, I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's that's a grandma." And grandpa. How old did how old were y- your grandparents when they passed? My grandpa was fifty six. Exactly. My point exactly. My grandma was fifty nine. Okay. No one's laughing now. No, no one's, one's laughing. That's my point. No one's laughing now. Maybe sixty. Okay. That was a sad. That was a. Sad that was a moment. sad segment. Sad this segment. was a <laughs> sad. segment. Sad. The sadness. The segment. Okay. <laughs> let's not. Let's not make it a thing because we would just. I'm just gonna cry. Okay. Sadness. The segment. No longer. Okay. New day. Armando and Kenny. They're going to meet up with their wedding planners, and this is awesome. This segment because we meet Carlos and Hugo, who are also both gay. And so Armando is excited to get their insight. My question is, are they gay together? I hope so. I would think so, because I feel like based on what they told us about Mexico and how it's not as common. Obviously, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're gay people, but not maybe openly gay because it's not as as accepted. accepted. Yeah. So I feel like these guys must be together to support each other to be doing this. I don't know if they must be together but i want them to be together i like their energy together they seem to to vibe each other and 
I can't imagine how tough their business must be. Because talk about, oh, we don't support gay mm-hmm. marriage, right? How about here's a gay couple, perhaps friends or mm-hmm. lovers, who are working to get other gay couples married. It's like yes. you must really hate if you don't support gay marriage, you must really hate this business who is promoting more gay marriage. Well, I don't think they only take gay clients. No, they don't. But, but I they- also don't think if that it's a straight couple, I would be curious to see if they are open about their sexuality or if they're just like, okay, we're two professionals. Right. We're going to plan your wedding. Mm-hmm. But I think Kenny and Armando are very happy. Oh, yeah, for sure. seeked out this mm-hmm. this couple if they are because they do have that insight they do have those connections that knowledge Mm -hmm. and they have they've done a lot of same-sex marriages they say mostly in the spiritual way Mm -hmm. but not the legal way well this is gonna be the legal way yes and we learned that kenny is turning into a little groomzilla Uh uh-oh yeah Again, it comes down to the number of people. Literally, Kenny now is at 200 people. Like, how did we get to 200? Well, Kenny's like, how much would a wedding for 50 to 100 people cost? And Carlos is like, 50 is a barbecue. (laughs) 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 Oh, I I loved it. Which I love. Yeah. Um, So Armando's like, no, more like 200. Let's be honest. Yeah. So that number multiplied Mm -hmm. overnight. We do learn, sad, sad the segment, don't want to make this a segment, but sad the segment, the planners have had experience with vendors not wanting to cater same-sex mm-hmm. couples. But apparently he makes the little gesture with his hands that- Money talks. Money talks. Money and talks. Kenny did not like that. No, I wouldn't either. I would not either. Just yeah. take my money, however much it is, don't make me pay more. Exactly. Because I'm in a same-sex relationship. Or find someone who would be happy to cater this right. wedding because it should be the happiest day of your life. Why would you have to pay some assholes who don't want to do it just so they do it? Yeah, I would never do that. I don't think Kenny never. would do that either. And I don't think Armando no. would either. So I think that's the drama, though. I think that's what it's going to mm-hmm. be. Maybe some venues, some vendors, they don't want to work with Kenny and Armando. It's going to be sad. The segment, don't want to do it, but we have to. We have to, unfortunately. Yeah, I feel like Kenny's going to have some bridezilla, groomzilla moments. I hope so. Make it interesting. That was the only us. drama last season was when Kenny freaked out. I mean, Kenny, Armando. Oh. Armando. Th- he is the bridezilla, groomzilla. Did I say Kenny? I mean, Armando. I mean, Armando. But Kenny is the one having issues at this moment. Well, yeah, but I feel like Armando because he's like fireworks and oh yeah, and mariachi, band, bands. mariachi band and yeah. dancers and it's like, whoa. I love that though. I want that for Armando because, yeah. because Armando is the more closeted one, right? It took him a little bit of time to come out to his mm-hmm. family and we learned even his dad may not know that they're engaged and at again, this moment. And again, said the segment, we learned that his ex-wife died while yeah. he was chasing her after told her that he's gay that's very which is sad. very sad that's, sad that's the ultimate sad the segment oh sadness One the segment we covered last season yeah Didn't let's just to go back it. to sadness but that's why i want the fireworks for armando for i sure. want the mariachi for, for armando sure. because and i want to go to that wedding this isn't his coming out party, but this is his wedding party and he should get all of if he's there to celebrate it 
in despite in the face of his culture who says no, mm-hmm. well then yes, like I want you to have all of it and more. You know what? The only thing that kind of like struck me about this was that. Armando was saying, oh, at least 100 people being by family, friends, neighbors, everyone. Yeah. But is everyone okay with him being gay? Well, that's the thing. I think when Kenny goes, oh, really, 200? I think a lot of that questioning comes from him wondering, I know you have these friends and family, Armando. Do they really want to support this? Mm-hmm. Do they really want to celebrate this love? And I think... Kenny is being the elder, the wiser. Oh, yeah. In his hesitation when it comes to, I don't know if 200 people really are going to support this union. Plus, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure we had an estimate, but the DNV paid for the amount of people they say 10% aren't going to come. Yeah. So, but I remember we had to tell the venue like two months prior, right? Three months prior, the final count. Yeah. So... They can send 200 invitations and then get 100 responses right. and here, come, here comes your number. Right. We'll see. I hope they have the wedding of their dreams. Oh, me I too. Really, they deserve it. I hope they have the wedding of their dreams. They've been through a lot, a lot, a lot. And and yeah, I hope it is magical. That's the one couple that we just were rooting for. Let's talk about a couple, our last couple, who I hope doesn't have a wedding. Yes. It usually... It usually takes at least a few episodes to see this many red flags. Right? Mm. It usually takes as many episodes to see as many red flags. So three episodes equal three red flags. No. With this couple, it's like two episodes, five red flags. Mm. Oh, at least. Okay. So at least. I'm hoping no wedding for Ellie and Victor. Oh. But we have to watch to find out. Let's do it and so, let's open it up with Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Shout out to Friendsgiving. We all I love have it. never attended a Friendsgiving because I don't have friends. Because you need friends to have a Friendsgiving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. However, Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Because family, friends are the same in our world. Our family Very are true. our friends. My favorite American holiday. Let so me rephrase. Ellie, she's meeting up with her friends for Friendsgiving. She's about to head to Providencia. And it turns out Hiromi is the only of Elliot's mm-hmm. friends who knows the reality. That of, she's actually moving move. that. It's right. not just a trip. So she she's going to come clean to the rest of her crew at this dinner. So they're all sitting there eating, talking about Elliot's vacation. And she lets them know the truth. She says, actually... This isn't just a trip. I'm back together with Victor. And this is the start of me moving down there permanently. Dun, dun, dun. Her friends are not supportive of this. As they shouldn't be because they know what happened. (laughs) They think Victor could be using Ellie. You think? (laughs) Well, we learn a few more things. Yes. For example, they ask, are you the one who's financing the relationship? And mm-hmm. apparently mm-hmm. she does pay more because she has more money. But uh, he, he, he chimes in. Chips in. Chips, not chimes. I, I, Can yeah. I say chimes? I'll let you say chime the first time. Oh. I'm going to correct you the second time. Chips in. I was honestly in between those two. Chips and in. then I feel like chimes sounds chimes, a little better. Chimes in is when someone speaks up. So if we're oh. having a conversation and then... The third party over here mm. would speak up. 
they were chiming in. I'm pretty sure I said to someone, like, can I chip in? Like, when I wanted to add something to a conversation. <laughs> they're, they're like, please, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. Well, like, oh, oh. Your, your two cents uh, is not chipping in, really. That's more chiming in. Butchering the English language is going to cost me some some money. That's absolutely true. Okay. But, yeah, so we do learn Ellie pays quite a bit, quite a bit more. And it turns out she helps with the house. That he's building. Building a house. She's helping out, which I kind of get because if we're to believe this story, she's going to live there. Yeah. She wants a nice kitchen. She wants an actual bathroom. So she's given Victor $5,000. Which is not that crazy considering that that's for the house. That she's going to live in. Yeah. Right? But here comes Hiromi with a great plot point. Mm. A great storyline. Have you ever thought about doing a background check on Victor? Ooh. Ever do a background check on your boy Vic? Nope. Ellie trusts Victor. So she has not... And the reason why is another red flag. Multiple red flags. Wrapped wrapped all in a bundle. Apparently, a bundle of red flags. He has some sort of a police report. Oh, more than a police report. More An than- abusive report. What do you call it? Well, we learned nine years ago he was charged with domestic violence. Domestic violence. Thank you. Apparently, he walked in on his girl with another guy. And Victor got violent. Which I guess it makes sense. Does not make sense. I would I would hope that he got violent towards the guy. Would not be domestic violence. That would be assault. Mm. Right? You're so good at all this. Well, I've ha- I have experience with this. Oh, you do? I have a little experience with this. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait. Pause. No charges were pressed. Wait, what? So, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've ever told you this story. Oh, my gosh. You got told me on the air. <laughs> you see? I should have done a background check on you. You didn't no, have. To, I have no police record. You didn't have to do one on me because the immigration <laughs> did it for you. Shout out to USCIS. They sure did. And if there was a tiny, just no. a tiny red flag in my life, I would not be sitting here right now. No, so. no, no, no. This has nothing. No. So <sighs> I was the victim of domestic violence. Wait. No, this is not true. This is somewhat true. The, the story I'm about to tell is Wasn't true. your sister? No. Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> no. I did all the DV in my house. I like bit my dad. I bit my dad and they still talk about it to this day. I left teeth marks. I was a troubled child. Anyway, this story is about a girl I wasn't even dating, but I was talking to and hanging out with, Right out of college i was like 23 years old probably oh boy and oh boy this girl had a long time boyfriend that she had broken up with mm-hmm. and so i had moved to a new town with scott mm-hmm. you know scott and he had mutual friends so i ended up meeting this girl got to know her had no friends in this town so i started hanging out with her is that your ex-girlfriend no, hmm. no. one night i went over her house to watch a movie. Innocent. Just watching a movie, right? Her roommate was there. Nothing. Just a movie. We're sitting there watching. And she gets up and she goes to the window and she shuts the blinds. And I'm like, oh, all right. Things are about to get interesting here. Oh, boy. 
And then she goes to the front door and she locks the front door. And I was like, what is going on here? And she sits back down and I'm like, uh, okay. Oh my gosh. You think she wanted to kill you? And you like, you escaped? Nope. Her ex-boyfriend wanted to kill me. What? So about two minutes later, the front door pops open. I guess he had a key. And before I know it, there's a full grown man jumping, diving onto me. And oh my God. Punching me in the head. What? Yeah. And I look to my left and I see him in all his rage. And I look to my right and I see her and all of her confusion. And I put two and two together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is her, the ex-boyfriend who I thought she had made a clean break from. But he's raining down his fists on me. And I stand up because he's like five foot six. And I stand up <laughs> and I throw him. And I say throw him. And I, I'm not that strong or cool. I push him <laughs> off of me. And he lands on the floor. And I go... And I'll never forget this moment for the rest of my life because I was watching a lot of Hogan Knows Best, which if you don't know is the Hulk Hogan reality. I have no idea, which I'm like, you're speaking Spanish to me right now. But I push him off me and he lands on the floor and I go, take it easy, brother. (laughs) That's the only thing I could say. I don't know why I said that. But after 10 headshots, I just say, take it easy, brother. And I, stand, and, you left? <laughs> and I stand up and I look at her and I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, that's my crazy ex-boyfriend. And I left because I was like, I don't know. You left to, her dead? I know. And I left and I walked out the front door and, and I called Scott. And I was like, Scott, I was like, this guy, her ex-boyfriend, you know, we've talked about him. He's here. I don't know what to do. Should we call the police? So he came over and we kind of just stood outside and listened and watched from outside the front lawn to make to make sure he wasn't getting violent with her. But long story short, I never saw her again. But I think she's that, probably not alive. No, she, you know she's, that, right? she's married to a different guy. Oh, good, good for um, her. But the, I, in my mind, that's what happened with Victor: is that he walked in, saw his <laughs> girl with another guy. I think, unfortunately, he attacked his girl because that would be domestic violence. I just maybe he attacked and he attacked her unintentionally. <sighs> Take your anger out on the guy. That's what I would do. Right? Yeah, that's what I would do. That's what you think you would do. I wouldn't. Yeah. If I walked in and I saw you with another guy, I wouldn't start hitting you. I would hit that hoe bag. Hit the hoe. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't. Don't hit anyone. Don't hit anyone. Right. That's not going to solve anything. I That's get it. You'll feel good. True. You'll feel good for a second, right? A little release. Mm-hmm. Not going to solve your problems. I can't believe you just you just told me on the air. I can't believe I said, take it easy, brother, <laughs> and then left. Guys, we've been married for a while. We've been together for a while, and I'm just learning this. And I thought that you not freaking eating hard-boiled eggs was yeah. a bombshell. Yeah. I used Hulk Hogan's catchphrase. I still don't know who that is. The wrestler. Oh. He's just like, yeah, bro. He always says like, brother. Everything he said was brother. And I was very into no, that we're gonna No, we're going to chit-chat about this after, <laughs> after the podcast because okay. you have some explanations to do. Anyway, 
<laughs> we <sighs> we learn at this Friendsgiving why Ellie is accepting. Guys, I have to stop you. <laughs> let's, Guys. let's move on. We're almost done. Can you believe he just told me it is We're on the We're almost air? done. So many surprises. Okay, this, okay. this is why you listen to the end of the podcast. But <laughs> we learn why Ellie is accepting all of this shit that she's learning, all the red flags she's not seeing. And what it is is she tells her friends she's sick of being alone. She's tired of being alone. She's sick of being alone. And Victor and her have a good time. Like, I kind of get it. Like, she has had a tough life, as we learned. Very tough. No more sad the segment. Oh, sad. Sadness the segment that is, was the saddest is kind of, of big. Se- that was the saddest of segments. Oh, let's not, let's not even go there. But she has a good time with Victor because it's vacay bay. You, you're drunk on his pina coladas the whole time. Of course you're having... That's a good a point. blast, right? That's now a you're, fun. Now you're seeing all these red flags, but you're blinded by vacay bay, so you're going to go sell your pizza shop and go move to Providencia mm. for this Listen, guy? I had a boyfriend in Croatia for a week. It's no time for your <laughs> stories, okay? Okay? I shared mine. Save yours for another episode. Oh, I'm going to. I just... I just We've all had little, summer flings. A little... Oh, how many flings did you have? We've all had summer flings. We've never... I can tell you another story about me fighting Matt over summer flings, but that's another podcast. <laughs> shout out I to, just gave, shout I just, out to Nantucket. I just gave a little snippet of my story. Yeah, it's called so, a teaser. It's a teaser. Tune into the next one, guys. It's called a teaser. But let's finish this one first. Okay. So we learn all of that. It's a lot to take in, but new day. Apparently Ellie's friends got into her head a little bit, I guess, because now she's not feeling too positive about this decision to give up everything and move to Providencia for Victor. Good. Good. Think, think about it, girlfriend. Good. Take a long, hard look mm-hmm. at the man you are selling your pizza shop mm-hmm. to. Look, in, look at Dylan through those blue wireframe <laughs> glasses and really ask yourself, should I be doing this? The answer will be staring you in the face. Or, or just leave your life as is. Maybe put your stuff in the storage so you don't have to pay for an apartment if your lease is up, right? Mm-hmm. Don't give up your livelihood. No. Go there for a couple of months. See if you like it. See if it works. Gee. <laughs> Gee. G's pizza. That's what she's serving up is G's pizza. That's probably what she should be serving in Providencia. Right. Is it Providencia? Yeah, it's Providencia. So she FaceTimes Victor and she recants this dream she had about Victor and his ex. I like how she positions it as a dream because this sounds very real to me. She's like, I had a dream. Right. And she's like, your ex isn't on the island anymore, is she? It was a sneaky way to ask this. Right. You didn't mm-hmm. have a dream. You recanted this story to your friends the day before. Mm-hmm. And now you're like, oh, shit, is she still there? And she asked, oh, I had a dream that your mistress was pregnant. Oh, boy. I'm calling her a mistress. I don't oh, know if she did, but. No, it was his ex. Yeah. Right. He had no, a no, real no, relationship no, 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 it wasn't. The. The D- the DV charge, the domestic violence charge, oh, was against yeah. the ex. Well, this one, the one that he cheated on with was a random oh, chick. It was oh, a mistress. Oh, boy, Victor. Different girl. Victor with a V. Victor with a few Vs, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm saying. Victor with a... Okay, let's just Vic- move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victor says, people make mistakes, but I love you, and love is more than anything. And Ellie falls for it. She falls for mm-hmm. it, and she pulls a Tanya at the same time. And she says, Victor's my soulmate. Mm. Victor is my soulmate. Yeah. 
Especially when he goes like, I promise I won't cheat at you anymore. Uh, anymore. Anymore. Once a cheater, always a cheater. That's another big red flag on top of all the other red flags. Here's an actual belief I have in my life. They say once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, but circumstantially. What does that mean? Once a cheater, always a cheater with that person. So if Victor cheated on Ellie once, Mm -hmm. he will continue to cheat on Ellie. But if Victor meets Teresa. Are you giving me away to Victor right now? Plus, I'm just, you're in front of me. I'm thinking of your name. I can't believe you're using using me. Okay. Okay, give Give me another name. Natasha. Okay. If Victor then meets Natasha, mm-hmm. just because he cheated on Ellie, I don't think he's necessarily going to cheat on Natasha. Because, because maybe he actually truly loves Natasha and that's his I name. do agree with that. But I feel yes. like I yeah. feel like if people cheat, they cheat for a reason. Correct. Because they're not happy right. with what they have, and unfortunately. That reason not going away. So mm-hmm. he's cheated on Ellie once, he will cheat on her again. But if he were to meet Natasha, maybe he wouldn't cheat. Yeah, I agree with that. That's my feeling about cheating. Okay. Uh, I think that's a decent statement coming from this person <laughs> who just. I can't. I can't. I can't <sighs> even there. Okay. Let's no, end, no, you're you're good peeps. Let's end the episode though. All all <laughs> that's left to say about this couple is there's a storm coming. Maybe more than one. That's and it. that's where it ends. That's it. Okay. That's the podcast. That's the podcast. We learned a lot. We we definitely learned a lot. We learned a lot. Some I'm not done with you. I'm not done with you. Let's finish guys. this pod, but okay. I'm not done with you. Make sure you guys follow the podcast wherever you're listening. Keep keep an ear out for me. Make sure you hear my voice next week. Who knows what's going to happen when we end this? I don't know if there <laughs> is is going to. Give me a piece of her mind and who knows what she's going to do. She's oh, going to harvest my organs. Nobody knows. Listen, you didn't do anything wrong to me. I didn't do anything wrong. I just, I, I just protected get, myself. I, it's just yourself. I protected myself. I, I just can't believe you never told me. That's why I There's like, no reason to. You know, you got to save something for the pot. I always tell you, save it for the pot. That's very true. But we've also <laughs> been married and we've been together for quite a while. So Save it for the pot. Mm-hmm, that's okay. our life motto. So follow us on the podcast to hear more of these crazy stories. Ooh. Follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Crazy in Love for who knows what, but potentially mm-hmm. crazy stories. And then leave us a review if you want. Tell us a crazy story. And guys, don't forget to subscribe. Oh, and all you have to do to subscribe is smash it like it's hot. Yeah, guys, smash the subscribe button like it's John's freaking story hot. Whoa, such a hot story. So hot. (laughs) Okay. All right. That's it. That's all for now. I have to go talk to my wife. We will talk to you guys (laughs) soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.